Hi, and welcome to Matt Holman Talks Mental Health, the podcast where I have the opportunity to catch up and chat with amazing humans. For this episode of the podcast, I'm so happy to introduce Sarah to the conversation. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me. You know how passionate I am about mental health and my own journey and to inspire others. So to be a part of this marathon of yours, I'm thrilled. Oh, brilliant. It's a pleasure to, to meet you and to see you and to have you participate in this event. This is a 24-hour podcast recording. This is podcast number 10, um, if I'm not mistaken. I think I'm okay. I'm still awake. Um, but as I always do, just a very brief introduction from my side as to how I know Sarah and why she's participating in this event from my perspective. And then I'll ask you to do your introduction, which is going to be much better because it's all about you and what you do and, and the amazing work that you do today. So Sarah and I, we're both members of the same community, uh, the business travel wellbeing community. And I think that was sort of the first area where we would have crossed paths in the sense of talking about well-being, talking about mental health, talking about all the different elements and facets of travel well-being in particular. Um, but Sarah's got some amazing content out there and I'm sure she's going to share all of those resources with everybody. Please do follow her work because she's doing some incredible stuff and she's got some really good sort of suggestions, insights and all the stuff that goes with with the lived experience, I'm sure, of, of the journey with mental health as well. So welcome, introduce yourself properly because I've probably done it really badly there. You've done it brilliantly. And I want to say thank you for that intro. Yeah, for anybody who is uh, looking for that, you can find me because you're a multitasker like me. You can find me at Live Free Warrior across just about every platform out there. The only one I couldn't get on was uh, Clubhouse because they kicked my alias name off. But every other platform, you'll find me at Live Free Warrior. And yeah, where I initially got into, you talked about where we initially connected and it was through Sanctify, which I'm one of their um, chief wellness uh, creatives for the company creating business travel or well-being tools and tips. And that's really at the core. I started in advertising and I, I was an art director to start. And then I quickly transitioned. Well, not quickly. I was laid off. Let's be honest. I was laid off, struggled for years trying to find another job until I did get the job. And then I realized how I was sitting. I started doing yoga that started to heal a lot of my own personal mental health issues. And that's where I took a dive towards yoga, well-being, uh, health, nutrition. Then I realized I really miss that businessy side and that creative side. So how do I merge all of those? And the, the short of everything is, is what I'm doing today is storytelling that inspires and empowers and you know goes along the lines of creativity of well-being but also just having a positive impact on the world you know one of my favorite questions i always ask people is what's one thing that you fear the most in life and it tells a lot about a person it tells really what they're covering but it also shares you know what their passions are and for myself i want to leave an impact if i don't leave an impact i'm not ready to leave this world yet so Be it through any creative medium, that's where acting comes in, being in front of the camera, be it speaking, doing YouTube videos. I just love it. So I'm honored to be here in in this Zoom. We're also used to Zoom formats right now. Yeah. You know, I'm on the beach. You can find me here on the beach. This is my office, the weekend hours. <laughs> I'm in Indonesia. Stop. Stop. <laughs> It's just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> idyllic, isn't it? Yeah, it's paradise for us. Holiday. Yeah. <laughs> My Sunday suit. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, I, I, feel, I saw a post actually just on the Zoom thing very quickly. I saw a post about you uh, massaging and uh, using a massage machine where you oh. leaving Zoom calls to do it or something. So it's really funny. You know, I get 
I do some influencer stuff. Um, and while it's not my favorite in the world, mm. you know, when it's something good that I stand behind, I say yes. Mm. And this company reached out to me about doing one of these massage guns, these therapy massage guns. And it's okay. one of those things where they're like, uh, do I, would I buy this on Amazon or something, you know? Mm. And at first it was like, I wouldn't spend, I, it's not the first thing. And then when the, they sent it, I take it out, I charge it, put it on. Ooh. It's one of those things that, why the heck didn't I buy this sooner? Because at yeah. a price point, it almost matches what you pay for a massage anyway. So now it's become a part of, Brilliant. you know, when I, I want to massage my muscles at Ooh. night, I'm like here, I'm guilty of it too. My posture's not perfect. If you saw how I'm sitting right now, I have one leg on my desk. The other leg is cross-legged. It's yeah. it's a hysterical mess over here, but <laughs> it works. <laughs> Don't we? Yeah, we, we keep hearing the word toaster in our house, which is sort of, you know, you've got to pretend to be a piece of toast in a toaster anyway. Um, a digression of the subject. So let's talk about your story. That's the most important thing in this. You know, this is a opportunity for you to, to tell people a little bit about your background, your experiences and, and your story with mental health, your journey. Um, so over to you, I'll let you tell the story. Oh, it's a toiled one. I mean, I started at a young age at 14 mm. and I started to really struggle with, you know, what it was an eating disorder, which is a mask for what's below the surface. Yeah. And what was below the surface is a lot of lack of self-esteem, a lot of self-doubt, a lot of personal shame, um, a lot of questioning who I am, what am I doing? I don't feel like I fit in, which is very typical for now that I do a lot of research on it, for someone like myself, who is a very sensitive, uh, empathic mm. person, and Matt, I know you are as well, because I feel it from your energy. It's something that we're just, we're gifted with. We can feel this energy. So we also absorb a lot. And I absorbed a lot of that energy to me, which led to a lot of doubt and questioning. So I struggle a lot with self-esteem, um, self-respect, boundaries later in my life. So with eating disorders, specifically later into alcohol addiction, I was diagnosed with cancer at 19, Hodgkin's lymphoma, which has been a gift because it has fuel. I clearly am 17 years survivor. It has been such a gift because it's given me a lot of fuel to be the human that I am today of strong inner and mental strength. And, you know, it doesn't seem it at the time. And you can even take, all of us can take this past year as an example. Yeah. We're, we've struggled. All of us have struggled in some way or another in 2020. We've all had our stuff. But when we come out on the other end and we're able to look back and see the lessons from it and make peace with it, that amps it up to say, I'm stronger because of, as opposed to being a victim mentality. That I found a lot to be very empowering for my mental health. You know, and then later down the line, um, going through layoffs, as I mentioned earlier, uh, I divorced uh, twice. I've, you know, gone through you know, a lot of changes in my life, career changes. I'm the first person who's just like, I live once. And if I want to do something, I'm going to go for it. So it's like, even at my age, people are, you're going to do acting now. I was like, why not? I, I started acting when I was in college, actually. Okay. And I was doing modeling and acting then. But I also had in my head, this idea that, oh, you can't make a career out of that, you know, and that's, that's the dream killer for many people. It's either these external societal pressures that say you can or can't. And I, completely bought into that which is a bunch of bs because now i look back and like if i want to do something i'm going to do it so it gives me that fuel every single day to just keep pushing past and pushing forward however had i not gone through the mental health struggles that i did at a younger age i wouldn't be able to sit here today and push forward and push past and say yes i can you know so 
And the past few years have been very interesting in the relationship that I'm getting out of. And that was, you know, it, it taught me a lot about self-worth, self-respect, self-love. So a lot of those childhood issues that still needed addressing, man, did they come out. And yeah. uh, 2020 was a year that it just brought it to light. And that's, I'm probably one of the strongest female individuals, you know, that I know. And I surround myself by a lot of those same kind of people because you start to elevate that energy and uh, standard for yourself as well. Wow. What a, what a journey, what a, you know, experience. And like you say, manifesting itself later, many years later. And, and some of the posts that you've written about things like bullying you've written about as well. And was that something that, you know, I see your reaction when I say it for anybody listening, you wouldn't have seen the reaction, but anything you want to share in there? You know, bullying to me, it happened when I was a teen mm. and I was in high school. It happened uh, in this past relationship. It happens yeah. every, you know, I won't say every day, but you know, often mm. on social media and even in interactions with people. To me, when I was in high school, that knocked me down. Of course yeah. it did. It was just like, oh, I'm not accepted. Oh, you don't like me the way I am. How do I change and shape myself to make you happy? Rot, like the worst, the word now, of course, looking back and how I react now, the comment that, or the post that you're referring to, a woman said something to me like, you need to eat X, Y, Z. And I was like, okay, first of all, you just told me what I need to do. So I'm, I'm 110% sure yeah. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Not <laughs> you know, a good idea. Yeah. There, if you tell me to do something, yeah. I'm going to do the opposite. Well, well, how I take it today is to say, thank you so much for sharing this. I love posts like this because it really takes a veil off of who that person is. Yeah. It has nothing to do with me and it has everything to do with the insecurities or issues or challenges that that person is struggling with mm -hmm. because it takes a really hurt person to take the time to go and write a comment that tries to tear another person down. And if that's what they have time and energy to do, I am so sorry that they don't have something better going on in their life, you know? So it's, it's a shame, but it's in today's day and age, if you're of a younger audience and you're growing up on social media, you know, younger than myself, then please keep that in mind because, yeah. you know, the, this littlest bit of a comment, and I say this to parents who have kids too, it's, you know, you're at the mercy of whatever comes in and it's really the wild west when it comes to social media, but you really got to put a thick, hide on and, and be fast and quick to know that's not that's not you it's a mirror reflection of the other person yeah and you know and I think about that often because having two daughters teenage daughters and you know the, the susceptibility they are to bullying and things like that and they both have experienced bullying in their lives and I can you know I can cite examples of those but it, it, it's you know it's such an important part for anybody that is listening as well you know to to know that you can come through these events and you can you can come through stronger and and you know rebuild and everything else it's such an important message to send to people I do want to talk a little bit about sort of you know those years and, and when things changed for you because it is a big important part of mental health in the journey that we're on is you know when you struggle or when you've had those problems and of course you thank you for sharing about the eating disorder you know it's, it's great that you can talk about it how did things change for you when and when did they change properly which direction for the the down or the up well, you define which one first, if you want to talk about a down and then an up, if you've got one, I, I don't know, you define it. Sure. Uh, like I said, I'm an open book. I've written about them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the down was, uh, I was 14 ish, 14, 15. And I was always very into sports. I was always very active working out on the go. Even to this day, I'm always doing something. People are like, where do you get your, how do you do all this? I don't know. It's just me. I don't know anything else. Sure. But when I was younger, I was playing volleyball and softball at the time. And I was taken, I was doing very well. And I was taken from junior varsity to varsity team, which I don't know the reason if, if they thought I was good or if they just wanted to take a spotlight. I don't know. I won't make an assumption, but I was benched and I wasn't playing. Right. So for me, that was something taken away that I loved. And it was, you know, you're no longer good enough. Like those words, good enough, are <laughs> they just, they cut you at the throat yeah. at any age, you know, it's not just for teenagers. So that kind of knocked me down. I thought, okay, if I can't do this, well, what can I do? Oh, well, people see me as pretty. Let me go in that direction then. So I started to think about what I could do. And that's where modeling came in. That's where if I couldn't focus anymore, and it doesn't have to do with modeling, let me preface that. If I could not be accepted for my athleticism anymore, what can I control? You know, and it, it had less to do about my parents and it had more to do about just control in general for my life, my choices, but my mental thoughts about myself more than anything. So I started to control the food that I ate and I ate less and less and less. I reached a point where I was, I was very underweight. You know, people say to me, you're sitting now and it's like, mm, this is, this is me very healthy, actually. Thank yeah. you. But once again, you can take your judgment and shove it to where, you know, and I instead, you know, I restricted for a long time with food and there's only so long before you break. Then I started bulimia, and that led to a long struggle. Even when I was going through cancer, I still struggle with an eating disorder, which is really a saddening thing because you think when you're faced with a life or death situation, you would get your your house in order. But I was still so entangled. Don't just park an eating disorder aside because something else comes up. It's in your 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 daily habit at that yep. point. It's how you cope. And so I still struggled then. And even past that, after cancer, I still, I didn't know how to handle life after cancer because mm-hmm. they, you are given this regime that says, here's what you do. Good luck. Probably will work. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. We don't know because we're doctors. We don't want to be sued for anything. It's yep. like, okay, reassuring. Yeah. Thank you. And, you know, I didn't know how to handle it after. So there was probably, probably a little bit of PTSD after cancer that I didn't know how to readapt to being in the world again. So I, I did what I knew how, and I was still struggling with food. I knew how to work. I was working part-time going to school. I ended up going back to school full-time in Boston, but I also delved really heavy into alcoholism and we're to the mm. point where I was drinking probably five times a week. And if I wasn't drinking, I was, you know, shifting to fall into another coping mechanism of an eating disorder, you know, and yeah. I remember drugs were the one thing that I never got into. And I, I make life, but I tell truth. I say to people, I didn't because I knew I would love it. And it would be a very expensive habit. Honestly, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You know, it's it, when you know your personality style, right? It's self-awareness. Like, I'm going to oh. love that stuff. So, so know that. Yeah. yeah. And, uh. <laughs> thankfully yeah so 
you know, and then it, I started to do yoga after I was laid off from advertising. I started to do yoga because mm. it was cheaper in all honesty for yeah. me to get a workout yeah. going to a yoga studio than it was for me to take the train into the city. I was in Boston at the time and pay for both of those memberships. So that's where I started to heal a lot of things. And people say, oh, it's, you, you know, you probably started to do yoga after cancer. I was like, no, nah, that's probably like six, seven years later. And that's yeah. when I started to make a different choice. My first husband, who I will, I would love till the, the end of time, because he's really probably one of the most influential humans that I've ever been with. And even to this day, we're very good friends. And he's had one of the greatest impacts in those changes in my life. So Marco, I, I credit you for much of that. And I decided I wanted better. And I just stopped. It doesn't work for everybody. But I decided then and there that I was going to stop and I was going to make a better change. So I stopped drinking. Uh, uh, I decided slowly uh, to recover from uh, on my own to recover from the eating disorder and just making different choices, focusing on the why, focusing yeah. on the end goal. And that kept driving me in the course each and every way. And you know, to take it off of me for a moment, if you are struggling in that, in that manner, think of the why. Think of what it is that you ultimately want to achieve. Have a purpose because that will drive you in that direction as well to keep making those better choices. But, uh, you know, for, if we're walking around without a why or a purpose, you're not going to change anything just because you know, you should, it's like, we all know what we should do, but it's, <laughs> you know, mm. what are you actually doing to make it yeah. happen? Yeah. And then, you know, the, the latter part of that, just to wrap that part up is uh, after making those changes, not to say that life is perfect after I'm not perfect to this day. I'm not perfect. I can still easily, I have vodka in my freezer. If I want a drink, I have a drink. I'm not an all or nothing kind of person because I want to go deeper into the whys. Mm. Food, I eat what I want when I want. It's more of a lifestyle, not a diet, I always say. People are like, oh, you're yoga. You, so you're a vegan. It's like, actually, I just had eggs and I had fish last week and I really yeah. loved it, okay? <laughs> but it's just it's making better choices for yeah, yourself and not putting categories or labels. Wow. I, I just find it really fascinating, all the experiences you've been through, the evolution of your life and the things that you've changed and and how you've sort of come out. And, you know, so so I want to delve into the where you are now that, you know, so we talked about the why and who you are. And I love that. And I think it's such a wonderful story. And thank you for sharing it. And I know you you say you've shared it other places. This is the first time I've really heard it. And I'm sure for others as well, the first time we've we've heard it in the package, you know, of, of one story in one. Um, so where are you now? Oh, good. So, so I was rambling for nothing. Oh, good. <laughs> no not honestly that you know I, I i don't i'm not here to listen to to anything other than rambling you know this is all it's about it's just about talk it's like you know what i want these to be like we're just sat around as friends chatting and it doesn't have to be a scripted that's why i don't want it to be scripted i don't want it to be edited because we get the conversation and and your story is your story you own that that's you i can't I can't dictate what you tell me. I just have to listen. And, and that's the beauty of all of this is I can sit here for 24 hours and just listen. I have to probably put my eyes open a bit later, but so, so really, about, <laughs> so really it's about where you're at now with the live free. I love this live free brand. And, and I really do. I think it's such a, it's such a great sort of, it gives a lot of positive energy to it. So talk to that a little bit, if you can, if that's all right. Absolutely. You know, live free to me was actually, when I was writing my first book, which I'm now in version two of it that I'm going to rewrite because okay. the ending has done a three, 180, we'll put it that oh. way, 180. So if you've read my, anybody who, if you're listening and have read my book and yep. you get to the ending, 
who life presents you with some crazy cyclones that will eat you up and spit you out but put you on the right side okay. so the i talk in a lot of metaphors too my background's in advertising <laughs> don't worry i'll go back I, to the background perfect um okay. you know when i where i am today live free that's where we were yeah. live free i was writing my first book and i brought all my old journals that i had from my teens and early okay. 20s and which I used in my book when I was writing and I opened up one page and I knew it was gonna, I had Live Free at the time as my brand. And it's one page that I opened to, I came across the words Live Free. And it was when I was going through radiation treatment. Mm. And it's crazy because you plant seeds in your life, you have no idea when that, that plant is gonna grow or sprout. Yeah. And that was probably 10 or 13 years prior that I wrote those words to where I was in that present day. Did I have any idea what it would mean? Not at all. But in that moment, of course I cried. <laughs> the the um, histrionic side of me, that's like the actress was just like, oh, I couldn't script this. Oh my oh, goodness, yeah. can somebody roll the cameras? Got, Come yeah. on. <laughs> I've got a story behind it now. I've got it. <laughs> Yeah. I'll now accept my Oscar in screenwriting. Yeah. And, you know, where, where I am today with it, it's really an empowerment statement. It's a light. It is, you know, what you can create. Because in any darkness, the growth happens when the light shines through the cracks. You have to break. You have to get scars in life to want to grow. You have to... I don't even like to call them failures because yeah. if you've learned something from any trip, you succeeded, you know? I really believe that there's no mistakes. There are only mistakes when you do them repeatedly. Yeah. And if you're not learning from it, then that's, that's your oops. I do really feel all the accumulations of what I've done in college, what I've learned along the way in yoga, well-being, they have all taken me to what I'm doing in this exact day. I say to people, well, what kind of training have you done in acting? I was like, life training. If you want to really hear about my life, tell me yeah. how many actors have been through X, Y, Z. And I mean, I've done, I've done New York Film Academy training as well. And a lot of uh, training in psychology, which is very uh, intertwined with acting and also marketing, as you know, Matthew, very yeah. well. <laughs> Consumerism there you go. is yeah. all based in the mind and emotions. So there you go. We've got to get in there, right? Exactly. And uh, yeah, behind the consumer way. So that's something that I think to, to my advantage has all accumulated to, you know, what my, my personal CV would be today is who I am as a person. I love to create. I've come to that realization. I can jump in a day from yesterday, for example. I wake up 7 a.m. and I'm already hitting the ground running of social media, emails. Then I jump to, you know, stock catch-ups from the day before. I'm on yeah. phone calls in the morning, going over content, uploading content for next projects, going into, uh, you know, as an entrepreneur, we do it all. So I'm yeah. following up with brands and companies and, and um, you know, Sanctify running, we're doing a, a pitch for Q2 to Q4 for a marketing proposal and business traveler and well-being. So it's, it's really jumping in and out. And I spent the afternoon, I was reading a new script. So it's everything, but I've come to realize that is me. And that's part of what Live Free is. 
is I'm not going to be just one hat. I'm going to wear 20. And I really learned to be okay with that. Yeah. One of the biggest things I struggle with is my freaking Instagram bio. Cause you're, you have 150 characters. And I was like, I'm a lot of things and <laughs> I don't fit just one. So yeah. it's like freaking thing. But at the same time, it's like, who cares? I, Get I the message out. <laughs> I'm far too old. I don't know what that means. It sounds very dangerous. <laughs> Is it, is it got a hazard a warning against it yeah i i try not to get You're too engaged <laughs> yeah um uh, sarah with this we're almost done and i and i feel like we're only just beginning with the conversation it, it's incredible isn't it it's sort of the time flies when you're when you're so engrossed in these conversations it really is um i just say very quickly thank you from me because i just for anybody that's coming on to these sessions you know this is this is number 10 of you know 24 for this and the podcast has just been incredible just the reception for it has been phenomenal for just listening to people's real stories their experiences and and when we're genuine and honest and authentic, I think people love that at the moment. That's what we need more of. Um, so thank you so much for joining. Um, final words from you, I'll give you the floor. Anything you wanna to say to, to rally the group or the people that will listen? Well, I wanna first preface by saying thank you, Matthew, for collecting all of us to share these empowering stories. You know, and like you said, authenticity is something that we really need more of. You can give tools, you can give tips, but until you know a person's behind the scenes mm. it's just yeah. another video or another tip but when you hear how it impacted that one person that is what motivates people to change so I want to thank you for this takes effort and this takes a lot <laughs> of energy yeah. you know you put your heart into so thank you for that it can really benefit a lot of people and you know if, if you're looking for some of those those tools, they are there. I have all of them. That's on my, my YouTube has a lot of videos that are yoga, breathing. Uh, if you're sitting, like there are eye exercises for you to do to not get fatigued from being in front of all these Zooms, but they're also like 10, 15 minute snack size exercises to do as well. Because you have that choice, you know, everything. And this is where I'll wrap it up. Oh, and the, the call to action for all of those, again, is Live Free Warrior. The, the final takeaway, you have a choice in each and every moment to choose the life that you want to live. And you can choose left, you can choose right. You're never stuck. You just need to see the door, the light. And if you don't have a door, go create it. Like knock the, knock the wall down, go create a door for yourself because no one's going to create it for you. You have to get your own hammer and go bust through whatever you need to, to make it happen. It's your life. So why not, you know? Brilliant. never settle that's my my <laughs> closing line <laughs> yeah and I think that's so true isn't it and I think now as well you know people can can change tact and you can go in different directions and never fear going in an alternative direction to where you started and I've done that in my career and you know I know you've done that in your career and there's no harm in trying right we've got to try stuff as well and, and enjoy it and like you say live live every day I think is, is the way isn't it I'm, I'm a big fan that's of that that's the live free yeah listen you have one I, life, so you know, if you never try you'll never know and i always think what's true. i had the same conversation with my dad last night what's the worst that could happen yeah. and then when you know the worst that could happen it's not so scary this is it we'll leave it on that because i love it and i think it was just a great 
conversation. Thank you so much. Um, for anybody that is listening, if you are struggling, you do need help or you do want to talk to somebody, please do reach out. It really is important that we don't spend our moments alone in our thoughts if we're struggling. Let's help each other. Let's support each other and let's continue these conversations. These are conversations of mental health that we're having, you know, and this isn't going to stop after tomorrow. This is forever and this is what we want to do. Be, be open, be honest and tell people when we're struggling. So thank you, Sarah, for your time, for being part of this uh, process of these challenges or these conversations not challenges um and thank you that's it we're done fabulous Grateful. thank you stay safe look after yourself bye